Okay, Oscar fans, nominations are just days away. Who's gonna make the list? We think we know. I'm Tom O'Neill with Gold Derby, here with Ann Thompson of IndieWire, Pete Hammond of Deadline Hollywood, and Tim Gray of Variety. Looking ahead at this race, we have now the Golden Globe winners, we have the PGA, DGA, uh, and all the, most of the Guild nominations, and four movies stand out that have swept, more or less swept the boards. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, The Irishman, and Parasite. Two other movies have overperformed with the guilds and other awards, and those include Joker and Jojo Rabbit. So Anne, you first, just size up this front runner status thing. I would say that Jojo Rabbit is in better shape than 1917. Wow, great. Um, but because it didn't get SAG Ensemble. So I look at SAG Ensemble, I look at the PGA, and I look at the DGA. And so four movies have gotten those, and Jojo is one of them. Uh, Jojo is the one to look out for, but I do think it's Parasite versus Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Those two are perfect, and they're going against each other and could split picture and director. Uh, I actually disagree on the SAG part of it about 1917. It was not ready in time. They had started voting for SAG on November 14th. This movie had not even been shown to anybody at that point. People were voting in SAG at that point. And it's not actor-centric. It's a technical feat. George Mackay and Dean Charles Chapman are great, but that's too competitive in the supporting and lead actor categories this year uh, for that to figure into SAG and as an ensemble. But would you say that 1917 has huge support from the biggest branch of the Academy, the actors? I don't think the actors are against it. I think they're seeing it now. In fact, Sam Mendes used the Golden Globe win as a commercial for its opening this Friday. He said go to theaters. <laughs> and go to theaters. And I agree so. with him. They should, I, I do it too. should be seen in theaters. And he's so thrilled. He said, I saw him at the uh, after party uh, that uh, NBC Universal had, and he said, look, when I was here last, American Beauty was out for four or five months, and we didn't have this problem. Nobody's seen my movie, really. On the circuit this weekend, because we were all at all the Golden Globes parties <laughs> and everything, thank you very much, um, everybody said, a lot of people said they hadn't seen 1917. Yeah. Now, I they presumably did it. before they voted on I don't on know. Tuesday. I'm not so sure. I talked to some Academy members right here in our live studio audience today. And uh, they were talking to a lot of people who were sort of caught unawares that the voting was ending, even though the Academy has blanketed the town with reminders of it. But Another I, example not, of why it was a very bad idea. To go to have so this, early uh, this year. We're, we're getting yeah. killed, everybody. This is hard. <laughs> and why, why did they do it so early this year? Do you know? Oh, I do is know exactly Tom why. Tom Hanks is the answer, correct? Well, I, I, a year and a half ago, I was having lunch with uh, someone that's on the board and uh, they said we have to do something because it was the lowest ratings ever, the last Jimmy Kimmel show, not last year's show. We have to do something. I said, whatever you do, don't move it earlier because they've always threatened to do that. And I said, everyone else is just gonna move earlier and it's just gonna be uh, terrible. Um, and they did it, they moved it earlier. It was a panic move. Then they got higher ratings the next year, but it was already too late. This was all It is in going back to the old way. It's going this. back next they year. They realized it was a yeah. mistake yeah. after they got the higher ratings, but they're stuck with it, so it's a one-time thing right now. Well, actually, I have a column next week saying that, uh, pointing out how the earlier date change when they moved in 2004, it, it has affected the voting. I mean, people think it's like it's more of the same, but in a shorter period, but it's like 
the results are different. It also hurts the films that are hoping to get a bump during the nominations period, which is actually a big deal. No, they're not the going to get. They're not. It, of all the things that the Academy set out to do, they ended up hurting the theaters. Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, in theory, Oscars were created to encourage movie going, Correct. and this is, you know, because in in the old days, under the old schedule, I mean, a movie like uh, Clemency or Richard Jewell or Just, Just Mercy. Mercy audiences would have time to discover that. Now it's like, yeah, you don't have time. It's like, yeah, you know, ballot and closed, uh, you know, with January 7th, 8th? Yeah, 7th. yesterday. Yeah. 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 In the race for best director, uh, Marty Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, uh, Bong Joon-ho have all done consistently well at the big awards. Sam Mendes uh, has rallied spectacularly as well. Do we all believe that all four of them are definitely in and it's just a matter of that fifth? Where Absolutely. Do you it's between Todd Phillips and um, Taika Waititi, which is a And no surprise. Noah Baumbach? And Noah Baumbach. He's a possibility. And what about... Uh, Taika getting the DGA was a was surprise. Huge, huge. But Dan, that's an example of what you're talking about where with the shortened season, JoJo has built its audience Correct. and its mo mojo all along, and we're seeing it now. We felt it at Toronto. We, we knew it had this. It won the audience it prize. It won the audience prize, but then it stumbled for a while with some critics, and now it's taking off, and it's hard for us as Oscarologists with this shortened schedule to map it. JoJo and Joker are, are comparable in the sense that they have uh, not that same high level of reviews and it doesn't matter. Yes, it I doesn't love matter. telling the critics that they're irrelevant. <laughs> the Oscars did that last year. <laughs> they are, except for me. Um. Uh, Pete, you're more than a critic. <laughs> but the critics are irrelevant when it comes to if somebody likes a movie, if the Hollywood Foreign Press says, this is what I like, that's what they're going to vote for. They're but I'm also going to argue that the Hollywood Foreign Press is irrelevant. Well, not so much because they um, give a little buzz to a winner. Yeah, they but do. But especially this year, yeah. half the ballots were presumably in already. But when yeah. you say irrelevant, you mean they, they don't affect the Oscar outcome? Neither do they predict it. No, at least know exactly, the guilds, yeah. you know the, that there's an overlap, or BAFTA even. Yeah. you do know there's an overlap. Uh, in recent years, though, all four acting winners at the Oscars first won Golden Globes, and last year they were like right on the money of anybody for right down the line. So they are getting better when it comes to that, but I agree with you that in the past they've been in weird places sometimes and not exactly picking movies that stand the test of time. But this may be <laughs> one of your questions. I'm really curious what you guys think Rocket Man is going to do. That well, is a weird one. I think, and I just went on Gold Derby finally and did my choices here, and I, I think Taron Egerton's going to get in. Looking we're not talking about acting yet. Okay, uh, all right. Picture, all right. Just, uh, just, we're not does allowed. it get in for picture? We're not allowed. Right. Does it get picture? In for, uh, yeah, I, I, good I, question. I don't think so, no. I don't think there's room for it. Now, also, with the Oscars, I don't know how many pictures they're going to pick. Tuesday, eight know. or nine, they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think there's room for it this year because there's a whole bunch of them that really are in every contest. If you look at the guilds, they are in lockstep with each other yeah. with the movies this year. It's very unusual to see everybody sort of agree on the seven or eight movies that are the leading this pack. So it's also interesting to look at Marriage Story and uh, Little Women partners, Baumbach and Gerwig, they're in the same place in a weird way. They have support from actors and writers, right, but right, not right. a lot of others. And they're not so heavy on the crafts. And you'd think Little Women would be. Yeah, well, it Little Women's a beautifully late. crafted just, movie. It should yeah, be. It, it, it they just, screened it, though. It they screened like it early, it, but, but in terms of TV commercials and momentum, 
And uh, we're going to go down the line here and wrap up. Name the movies that can win Best Picture. I think those movies are Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and The Irishman. Okay, you didn't mention 1917, so I'll start with 1917 and, and uh, match your other four. <laughs> he asked for four. Oh, uh, well, I cheated. Take one off. No, take well, one uh, off. No, I, just, just narrow take it down. Take one off? No. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, I'll take off. Okay. <laughs> Tim, Tim. No, wait, wait, how many are we supposed to get? Four. Get four. Well, well, four or five. What are the movies that actually oh, well, can win Well, I'll go with five, which is basically Anne's four plus 1917. I mean, I think, I, I, I think, I think those are it. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's it's just a really good year, and yeah. and I think in in any other year, a, a lot of movies would have a much like Rocket Man. I think would have been a shoe in uh, for Best Picture nomination <laughs> at least, but uh, but I, I just don't know this year. What do you think? Uh, you are the real experts at Gold Derby because uh, quite a few of you beat the experts uh, now and then at Gold Derby, and here's your big chance to do it again and prove that you're the best prognosticator in Hollywood. 